hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. If you're anything like us, you know that living fabulously for gay men means having a fabulous gay social life. But a fabulous social life can mean a fantastically small bank account, right? So we're going to give you a solution for that today. Before we jump into the show, though, I first want to say thank you to all of you. We did it. We made it to our 100th episode. This is it. Almost two years of doing the show, and we've learned so much, and we've had so many great emails from all of you. We really appreciate it. So let's get back to your social life and that small bank account. Well, it will stay that way unless you know how to plan ahead. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Gay social life is a full-time job. (laughs) When we were finally independent and out and proud as we could be, our gay social life was as full as the time-space continuum would allow for. (laughs) With dinners, many happy hours that lasted longer than an hour, dancing and traveling, we were out every day of the week. Well, except for Mondays, because, you know, Mondays are for recovering, because even 20-something dancing queens need to rest their wings. Heidi reminds us in her weekly show that in fashion, one day you're in and the next day you're out. The gay social scene is no different, and it's the only time that being out is terrible. (laughs) We never said no to anything because everything was so much fun. That was until it wasn't. As you've probably figured out, our carefree spending and jam-packed social life caught up with us. No longer were we dancing on bar tops, but living in a basement apartment instead, in a financial hole. Not the kind of hole we wanted to spend much time in. But, you know, we paid off $51,000 in credit card debt. We didn't do that by becoming hermit crabs, though. We knew that (laughs) if we weren't having fun, we wouldn't stick with it. When we realized that we needed to pay off our debt, we knew that we still needed to have a social life. We realized, though, that our social life was part of the problem, and we needed to change that. So we created a plan. We became strategic about how we had fun, how we lived our social life. And that's exactly what we're going to share with you. So we've made this easy for you. Uh, Instead of recreating the wheel... We've got a free tool for you. So if you go to debtfreeguys.com slash 100, you can download the Fabulous Gay Social Life Planner that we've created for you. You We call it that primarily because that's what we still want you to have, right? A fabulous gay social life. (laughs) But there's also a couple of things that we want to suggest that you do with this tool. It's things that we did as well that helped us continue to have a good social life, but also cut back our spending so that we could pay off our $51,000 in credit card debt. So our first step here is that you want to fill in the important stuff. I'm talking about birthdays, holidays, anniversaries, other special occasions. These are special occasions because oftentimes we have a higher sense of wanting to spend time or connect with friends and family. But not all the time do we actually need to do something with them socially. Sometimes it can be as simple as sending a card. You know, sending a card can be a way of telling our friends and family that we're still thinking about them, but that we also are thinking about our budget as well. And 
there's plenty of ways that you can do this. Um, <laughs> we like to go to Target, uh, although I would say uh, suggest staying away from the papyrus aisle. If, uh, if Target is still out of your budget reach, then maybe try the dollar store. There's plenty of great cards out there that you can send. But at the same time, there are some events that are must-attend events. Not all of the event events can you send a card. <laughs> some of them may be more costly events, though, so it may be a good idea to remind your friends and family that you're working on some financial goals and that you're cutting back a little bit. That may be a good reason or maybe reason enough for them to not see you at some of the events. The next suggestion on this social life calendar is to list future gay social events, things that you really enjoy doing, things that you want to do. Now, there's always something to do, right? There's a dance party, there's networking, there's fundraising, there's beer bust. There's always beer bust. <laughs> you can't do everything, or at least your budget won't allow you to do everything. So once again, it's important to focus on the important things. Only plan on the most important events. Now, John and I found that for us, uh, we could basically handle about two events a month. Maybe your budget will allow for a little bit more, maybe a little bit less. But we also realized one of the best things we could do was to mix it up and try to get the biggest bang for a buck. So if we were, were going to do a social activity, we would try to do it where we would see a large number of our friends, where we would get to interact with a quite, quite a few people. Again, we would also, like I said, mix it up so that we would see different people month over month. The third thing here is one of the things that helped us save the most amount of money. We went out and found free and cheap things to do that were a part of our social life. You can then fill in the rest of your calendar where you're not doing things with friends and family, as we mentioned above, with these free and cheap activities. Now, maybe these are activities that you maybe do with a smaller, closer group of friends, or maybe just with your spouse, spouse or just by yourself. But the important thing here is to not have big gaps on your calendar, because we know where there are gaps, then we get bored. And when we get bored, what do we do? We spend. In some way, we spend, whether that's hopping on Amazon, going out to eat, going to the bar, you know, we just figure out some ways to spend. So here's a few ideas for you. There's the traditional, there's the Netflix and chill. Um, and uh, we certainly, John and I certainly do enjoy a fair portion of that. But there's lots of other things you can do. Like, for example, how about hosting a drag race watching party? Why don't you move that watching party from the bar where you can drop, easily drop $50 a night to your house or to a friend's house, whether they, you or they have cable? Now, shame on you if you still have cable and haven't cut the cord, but if you have, you can get iTunes, uh, you can get Drag Race on iTunes, a full season for 30 bucks. That's cheaper for the full season than probably one night out at the bar. And then you can do some sort of potluck or six-pack or whatever it is to help bring the cost down. Another great thing is game nights. We love these, uh, whether it's just John and I or with our friends. You know, some suggestions are Rummy Cube, which is something that John and I and John's family absolutely love. We also love Cards Against Humanity, uh, Cards Against Humanity and a couple of drinks, and we have a really fun night. Uh, there's Heroescape and uh, Clue for some of those who might be a little, a little bit more along the Lord of the, Lord of the Rings or, uh, or geeky side. Um, but then there's lots of other things you can do that would be free and cheap. Uh, we suggest searching online. 
you know, here in Denver, we have a website called Mile High on the Cheap. There's actually a whole list of cities that are um, that quote unquote city on the cheap. So check out some of those. In New York, there's theskint.com. There's lots of places you can go online, and oftentimes the local cities will have a listing of activities, whether it's movies in the park or music in the park. There's lots of things that you can do in the city or in your local area that can be free or cheap. Hey, you pay your taxes, so you might as well enjoy some of the benefits of it, right? <laughs> All right, so the last thing we're going to suggest here is that you fill in your money and life goals. Um, part of the reason why we suggest doing this is it keeps it right there in front of you. Um, so plan time with your, for yourself or for you, with you and your spouse to talk about money. Because if you don't plan to talk about money, you won't talk about it. You know, we're just going to tell you to check out episode 98 from two weeks ago, uh, where we had a money conversation about how having the money conversation can give you a better sex life. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check out episode 98. It's actually a really good episode. Uh, so again, adding your financial goals to the calendar is, allows you to see them regularly. Here's a couple of things that we would suggest adding to that calendar. And we've made space for it on, it, on there for you. A projected income for the month. So you know pretty much how much money you're bringing in. Your projected expenses for the month. Another one you'd want to call out is your social spending, which allows you to really kind of see how you're drawing down that amount of money as you spend throughout the month. It also can allow you to, to then look at those various activities and say, okay, I'm going to spend $40 on this activity and $20 on this one, and this one's going to be a free one. So it allows you to kind of put it all together and kind of organize your social spending. A couple of other things, uh, we suggest adding your assets, the amount of debt that you have, that helps give you your, your total net worth. This is something that I track every two weeks for, for uh, well, actually twice a month for John and me. And, and it allows me on a regular basis to see when we're making progress and when we're not. And that's really kind of what all this is about, right? That's the whole reason why we're suggesting or providing you with this fabulous social life calendar is so that you can make the financial progress that you want to make. It's a reminder that you're working towards a goal. It isn't just that it helps you organize where it is you're going on Friday night or Saturday night. It really helps you to kind of combine those two things together. So you can see your social life as being an added benefit to you reaching your financial goals. Planning is the important part of this process, and we've made it simple with this calendar. So we just want to remind you, you can go ahead and get that at debtfreeguys.com forward slash 100 and go there and download your free copy. Thanks again for helping us make this show such a success. Thanks again, and have a great week. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.